Hello, I'm Gargi, host of Text to Task Simplifying Education. I believe that we can be inspired every day. Thank you for joining me today. For updates, follow me on Instagram at Gargi Speaks. Welcome to another captivating episode of our podcast. Join us as we embark on a fascinating journey through the educational system of Colombia, a vibrant country nestled in the heart of South America. I'm delighted to be your guide as we uncover the wonders and challenges of Colombian education, exploring remarkable stories and innovative practices that shape this ever-evolving system. Today, we have the pleasure of being joined by Mabel Londono, who will provide valuable insights into the rich cultural heritage and warm-hearted people of Colombia, all intertwined with the nation's great importance on education. Mabel possesses a Bachelor of Arts degree in Foreign Languages from the Universidad del Vell and holds Level 2 certification as a Google Educator. With over 11 years of experience in the field, she currently serves as both a teacher and an academic advisor for teachers at the Binational Center Centro Cultural Colombo Americano. Within her role, Mabel actively engages providing support, supervision and professional development training to educators. Let's now begin the conversation and delve into Mabel's expertise and experiences as a teacher in Colombia. Thank you. So my first question to you, Mabel, is what inspired you to become an English teacher and how did you get started in this profession? Well, I have always liked languages and I, at the beginning, I thought that I was going to just take a course and study languages and, and that's it because I wanted to be a dentist. <laughs> but then um, talking to some friends and everything, uh, especially a friend, she told me that she started studying foreign languages, a degree in the university. And I started asking her about about it. And, and then I said, like, well, I'm going to try it. But I didn't know that that was for focus on teaching so at the beginning it was like a little bit like tricky and it was like okay so am I going to be a teacher do I want to be a teacher but then I started learning and learning the language and understanding other people talking so in looking at this pedagogy component and everything and I say like well if I understand other people talking on the street or in movies and everything. And I feel this way, I mean, so amazed. I would like to do that for others as well. And I would like to help them learn. So that's that's why I, I became like a teacher. My next question is, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges facing Colombian students who are trying to learn English? And how do you help them overcome these challenges? Well, I think that no matter uh, what level are you teaching or if it's in a public school or a private school or an institution or something like that, or it's just like teaching adults, for example, that they want to learn English for a job or something. I think that the biggest challenge is motivation. Okay, so you have to motivate students a lot so they feel engaged to the class and they start participating and losing the fear of speaking and it's it's really challenging for a teacher like find that spark, you know, like on the students and engage them. But uh, I think that the best way to face that situation is if you get to know your students. 
Yes, if you get if you take the time to know who they are, where they come from, what they like, what don't they like, you can uh, prepare your classes oriented to that. Like maybe like a bar, uh, do a variety of activities in which you can integrate everybody's likes or dislikes so you get the conversation moving. So if you get to know them, they, you are going to like increase that motivation and engagement on them. On a similar note, how do you incorporate Colombian culture and history into your English lessons? And why is this important? Well, starting with the importance of uh, not stopping talking about your culture, right? Because, I mean, like, when you are learning another language, you learn the culture from those other or countries because you say, like, no, if you go to the States, you need to know this. And that's the cultural part, right? And you are, you are getting ready to face those challenges. But when you get there and if they ask you, ah, you are from Colombia, so what is, what do you like? What do you do over there? So you need to start talking about your country and also like take down these stereotypes that we have about our country, right? So people really get to know um, what do we like in terms of food, in terms of um, maybe free time activities and things like that, right? So comparing the cultures is a strategy that I implement in my classes. I take the opportunity, for example, if I have to teach the food, for example, right? And we're talking about common breakfast in the States or in England. So we say like, okay, and what is a common breakfast here in, in Colombia? So if they look at you like, oh, I don't know. And you start like making a survey, what do you eat? No, I eat uh, bread or no, but I eat uh, corn cake that we call like arepa, right? Right here. So they start learning this vocabulary and that's culture. So culture is everywhere. You just need to like pay attention to those key details to be able to uh, integrate that intercultural competence when you're teaching. In terms of teaching, how do you stay current with the developments in the field of English language teaching? And what resources do you find most helpful? Well, it's a challenge, you know, because uh, we were used to for many years to teach in, in certain ways or and maybe we started integrating little by little new activities, games and things like that. But with the pandemic, everything changed. So now that we are again teaching face-to-face -face classes, we cannot neglect that there is um, technology around us and that we start to using it and it's like, oh no, we are already back in the classroom, so let's take the paper again. No, you need to integrate technology in your class nowadays. So it's a challenge for the teacher because the teacher needs to like study every day and prepare and go and search and get trained to be able to deliver activities to, to the students. So I, I've learned um, because in my institution, we get certain trainings uh, amongst us and everything. So I got, uh, I'm learning about digital competence. 
and digital competence like is has a variety of like categories so it's like when you say like no you speak english in an a1 level an a2 or b1 is is the same so you're just starting like to know all oh, the, the the wonders of technology and things like that right so first of all you can start reusing material that maybe people have already created you just need to check out if it fits your class so you can reuse that and then little by little start like um being brave <laughs> and jump on okay i'm gonna create one for example so uh, it, you can integrate in class resources like Kahoot for reviews, Padlet, for example, for like cooperative work. You can use even the, the Google Suite, like with all these documents and everything that they can prepare together and do cooperative work. Uh, you can create videos, interactive videos, for example, in ESL collectives. Uh, in Genially, you can also create interactive presentations. We also have used PeerDeck a lot. So there are some things that you can start using in your class, little by little, showing materials and everything. And my recommendation would be like, focus on one first, learn how to use it, teach your students how to use it, use it in class and then move to the next one. Don't try to just like do all at once, not just go one by one. Rightly said, go one by one. Relatedly, what advice would you give to someone who is interested in pursuing a career in English language teaching in Colombia? Well, first of all, like know that if you are going to study languages is to be a teacher. <laughs> Sometimes some people say like, oh no, I want to be an interpreter. So I'm just going to teach foreign languages, but I'm going to be an interpreter and no, like be realistic you're going to start being a teacher and maybe when you want to like master the language a little bit more you can complement with other branches of the field right but first of all like focus on that on learning how to teach and learning the language all those details that you need to share with your students and if it's possible for you to start practicing before you finish the university that will be wonderful because you can ask for advice for, from your university teachers you know you can ask them oh no i have this group of students what can can i do so they will help you out so it's very important that don't wait until maybe 10 semester that is like usually what we wait here like to start our uh, practice in the schools right our teaching practice but no like if you can start like before and there are some institutions especially private institutions uh, that they will offer you a job and some of them offer a training for example the binational center where i work they offer a training to students from different universities and if they achieve that training and everything they get the opportunity to work with us so they start gaining experience so don't wait until the last minute just like take advantage of any opportunity so you can start teaching and of course if you have other friends or you meet people who are have been teaching for a long time be friends with them ask a lot of questions i mean it's like if we are together we are stronger stronger together <laughs> continuing the conversation how do you use technology in your english classes and what tools or platforms do you find most effective well uh, for example Technology in the class. Well, I start by using slides, right? And in my slides, I project everything that we are going to have for the class. So students have, have it there 
I write instructions there for the activities. So if they, the common question, like, what do we have to do? You have the instructions right there. So that's slides are a very great help. I usually use Google Slides, but you can use also Per Deck. You can use uh, Genially as well. Canva. Canva is also really good for that. So you can integrate everything there. And there are some of these platforms that allow you to connect with others. For example, if you want to integrate a video, so you put a video there and then you create a discussion towards that. Yesterday, for example, I used an interactive video in ESL Collectives and uh, it, the video will stop and pop up a question and then we have a discussion or they can discuss in pairs. So that will be like, the, the class will be more dynamic in that way. Um, Padlet, I also have used Padlet, uh, for example, to pose, um, to do writing activities. Right. So everybody writes about something. They have the opportunity to give feedback or to comment as well. And they create like a, a thread of, of conversation there. Flick grip is also good. A little bit challenging sometimes with connection, uh, but something handleable. And if you learn how to use it and students learn how to use it as well, you can like communicate through videos. So the other presentations, for example, can be done in, in a video. They can watch it at home and then you can talk about it in class. So you will be doing like flip teaching right there as well and taking advantage of those things. Um, I, I, I'm trying something called puzzle as well that you create this little puzzle so you can just upload a picture there and they they need to organize it so that gives like something different to the class it's not just like go ahead and read the test for example but not like like take a screenshot of the test make it into the puzzle so they have to go ahead and organize it discuss it do it together read about it and then go on with the questions and like that there are a a lot of uh, platforms as well. Mm -hmm. Mabel Johanna Longiorno, your expertise has ignited a lasting passion for learning within us. The knowledge you shared has fueled our desire to explore new horizons and expand our understanding. We eagerly anticipate staying connected and nurturing our intellectual curiosity in the days to come. Thank you so much, Mabel. Uh, thank you very much, Arjee, for the invitation.